This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, a home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week, and today we get a visit from our resident appliance guy, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. He's no stranger to the program, so he, along with myself and Del Moore, are ready for your appliance and home improvement questions, whatever they may be. From the refrigerator to the water heater to the ceiling fan, we have you covered today. Uh, and I know it's coming, but the uh, ice maker calls. They're, that's going to happen. Also, we've got plenty of DIY tips, so you don't have to call one of those guys unless you really want to uh, or want some company. And uh, you can share your experiences and questions with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Good deal. Great, man. <laughs> so, Dell, what are you working on, man? Well, uh, right now, um, a variety of repairs. A lot of people calling in about those leaking chimneys and, and just getting a lot of repairs done and still installing uh, complete roof systems. Right. Oh, wow, chimneys. Uh, Java, we got to write that down. It's It'll be chimney time here in a couple months. We said that just last week. Did Somebody we? called about a chimney. Okay, well, there we go. Um, something to look forward to. Timmy, what are you working on, man? Man, we're working on air conditioning still. Air conditioning still. Uh, okay. It was great, those 70-degree days we had. Uh-huh. You know, I, I got to sleep in a little bit, right. chill out a little <laughs> bit. And all of a sudden, God gives us another just whopping 90-something degree worth a week. Right. So back to, so back to work. We good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and by the way, if you wanted to call today and ask about AC, obviously, Timmy, Timmy can handle those questions also. If, uh, if you look on the MPB Fix It 101 page, You'll find a uh, a repair that needed to be done at my home this weekend. My wife was mowing the front yard, and she came back and she said the 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 mower just kind of bogged down in this one spot. And I thought bogged down, so I went and looked, and there's it's just this one part of our yard just completely flooded, like a little swamp. And I'm like, what? Why is that? What's going on? Uh, it was a big scary thing until I decided to pick up a shovel and go see if I could find it. About an hour later, I came across a piece of uh, uh, of line of, of, of pecs, basically what it was, uh, a joint. Mm-hmm. And it had burst underground and had flooded that area. So it was a fairly easy fix, a fairly cheap fix, but it was uh, labor-intensive. I did learn one thing. Unless you are between the ages of 19 and 29, you should not pick up a shovel. That's right. That's all there is to it. Mom. I got a zero turn. Like mine normally don't bog down too much unless you come home and see your wife sitting out there in the rain uh-huh. enjoying doing donuts in it. In, you know, the, wow. In the yard, yeah. She's adventurous. Dude, yeah. Now she's a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> redneck. All right. We got Rosemary on the line and Brandon calling about a washing machine. It begins early. Rosemary, you with us? I'm with you, yes. So what's going on with your washing machine? I have a 15-year-old KitchenAid machine that's worked perfectly for 15 years, and suddenly, um, a couple of days ago, it filled, it, it agitated, and it stopped. No spinning, no rinsing. 
And I'm just wondering, is it is it fixable? Is it worth fixing, or should I just abandon it? That sounds like a really, really easy fix. Yeah, really? it sounds like you, uh, the water. That's yeah, well, the, the like the door switch. There's a door switch. Ooh. There's a little lid. You know, your lid that pops up, and then you dump your clothes in there. Yeah. If you look down in there, there's a little hole right there in the frame that's got a little button inside there. Mm-hmm. If you can push that button with a screwdriver, toothpick, whatever and you hear it clicking and then all of a sudden it starts dumping water out that means that little knob on the actual door isn't pushing that switch in all the way anymore wow and that that switch will run about i don't know 20 bucks 20 bucks uh and it's it it it's uh it's two screws holding that thing on and then a little plug in the back mm-hmm. uh and that that's about all there is to it honestly yep. oh my goodness that's fabulous thank you so much yes, yes ma'am give that a whirl and uh, and of course, if you if you need help with how you do that, how you get to it, there's about a million YouTube, YouTube videos yeah, yeah. That, that you can use. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Of course, you can send us a uh, email at fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. There's a there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. The the uh, AC Remedies, you guys have been running around fixing air conditioners. Have you been getting a lot of appliance calls in the? Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some appliance calls throughout the day, man. I mean, some of them, you know, when we're doing air conditioning, but we still get to them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we can't get to people quick enough, you know, because you know AC is a little bit more in demand than appliances. Well, yeah. Well, one so, one is very much about your safety. Uh, yep. Meaning the the AC unit in Mississippi, that's a safety thing. Yeah, yep. you must have uh, it. Must yeah. have. Don't want to die. No. <laughs> so, we put in we put in the one for a guy yesterday, man. I mean, this guy he, he was distressed. You know, really, he was hot. You know, right. mama mama was hot, and the dogs were hot. And <laughs> right. So I went over there, gave him a price, and all this, and you know, people were over there trying to give him a price on some other equipment that's not very good so right and of course you know we had to work out a price so he was happy man we put that thing in it started spitting out digging you know 50 something degrees freezing air yeah oh, man he just he sat in his recliner with his tablet his vent was like literally pushing on his right face oh man he was in heaven hey hey you know what if you've gone without air conditioning for for a little while oh, and then man. you get it you think you know how did people live in the south before I that i don't know he he was he's been out air conditioned since uh, last Thursday. So he went through oh, Thursday, man. Friday, the weekend, and then yeah, that was horrible. Right okay, so outside of outside of um uh of air conditioners, what what appliances are you getting the most calls about? A lot of washing machines. Washing machines. Yeah, a lot of washing machines and dryers. Yep. Are no, they I, are they dainty or something? What's the deal? I don't know, man. He got to kind of think of a washing machine. It's got a motor in there spinning that diggum drum, you know, mm-hmm. five million mile an hour. So, I mean, you know, gets that fast, something's going to tear up. Right. You know, okay. a lot of jiggling. He heard the washing. Right. And just yeah. walking across the floor. Well, I had uh, a wife the other day. Uh, I can always tell when she tells me to get a hair dryer. Those that, of you that don't know me don't know that I'm, I'm bald. So when my wife tells me to get a hair dryer, something's wrong. Something's up. Yeah. Well, apparently the uh, the uh, ice machine had frozen in the in the fridge, so it was my job to to get it unstuck. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, when, I, when I say he's bald now, I mean he's he's bald. bald. He got a hair on his head other than his mustache and right. his chin. <laughs> I mean, it bald. All, it's gravity, man. It just went south. <laughs> I mean, 
Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, Java sent me something right before this, and he was talking about things that you can do to keep your uh, appliances running well. And one of them really struck me. Uh, clean the coils in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And Dell and I were talking about this before the show. Where are the coils in your refrigerator? They can be uh, – you got, you got – well, some of them, like the old school ones, they got the, the – this like a static when it goes up the back, the big old long thing. It's got the little metal – yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Those, that's that's a cool. That's a condenser cool. Okay. You know, so it basically goes up the back of it, and it's just you know. So it's, a, it's, cool it's those uh, hoses that go, yep. and they're like copper lines or something. Mm-hmm. And then you got um, the newer ones now have a coil up under the refrigerator. So you got a box down there. It's got your compressor in it, and then you look under there, and it's got a little you know condenser coil that uh it's like almost like a radiator you know like dale called it a little while ago like a little radiator it's <laughs> okay got a, yeah it's got a fan blowing across it uh-huh you know and some of them don't have fans you know but this one particular you know the one some of most of them do okay but then you look on the freezer then you're going to find your evaporator cool you take off the back panel from the inside of the freezer mm-hmm. and then you get your evaporator cool usually sitting in the very bottom and then your little fan sitting in the top mm-hmm. what's a, an evaporator coil do it evaporates Evaporate, so, it, it, <laughs> so that's you know, not you're so, kicked off the show. That's, <laughs> that's not supposed to be uh, ice block froze, right? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Okay. It's going to have some ice on it, you know, because you got to think. I mean, it's trying to run a freezer, at, you know, mm-hmm. five degrees, so it's going to have some ice on there. Right. But uh, and you got all that water and everything in there, so it's going to create ice. So um, it's got a defrost circuit inside there. So whenever that little switch in there says, okay, I got too much ice on me. Mm-hmm. It's time to throw a defrost. So it's got a little timer in there that's constantly turning. So when huh. that timer meets that defrost circuit right. and the defrost circuit is actually frozen, then it kicks on the defrost heater. Uh-huh. Defrost heater comes on, melts all the ice. The water goes down a little bitty tube, sits on top of a bowl inside of a compressor. Compressor uh-huh. gets hot, evaporates the water yes. out of it. Wow. It's like you just cool stuff. It's like quantum physics. That's amazing. <laughs> all right, we got ingenuity, man. Right, right. All right, uh, Jerry's on the line in Batesville with a uh, dryer question. What's going on, Jerry? All right, how you doing? Very good, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I got a dryer, and my wife's been telling me about it's a it's a little old, felt like a string in the back on the back side of the wall, and it. And it might be a seal, but uh, I don't know what it is. And uh, I was going to try to take a look at it and see what it was, but I don't know much about dryers. So. Is this string made of rubber? It didn't feel like it. It felt felt like it was more like a string, and it maybe the heat may have, have made it. Uh, it may have been some kind of seal back there that maybe the heat, uh, you know, change the texture of. Wow, that's that's uh, that's something that I've never heard of any sort of string coming out of the back, Timmy. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll agree with you on this, but there could be this one thing that uh that he's got. It could be a tilt bracket, like on a range. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's got basically like a little rope or something like that that attaches to the back of the dryer to the wall 
That way, oh, so it, it won't pull the door, you know, and it got too much of load on the front of the door. And went, Fall over. Oh, it's kind, of, it's kind of like the uh, like the kids thing that you attach Child to the wall so that you, they won't pull the dresser down on them. Child safety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Now, like, you know, that's not. Is it, you said a dryer, right? Uh, yes. So they got a steamer on the dryer. No. Sir. No steamer. Okay. It's, it's just a regular dryer, and 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 it looked like that that back part where it, where that that little rope, like you said. It, it could be like a little rope that um, uh, maybe that part is bolted on and and it's and it's got something to seal it right in that area. I don't know. Hmm. Well, take That's a look it at it. Like. Make sure it's uh, uh, make sure it is what you think it is. And I would say make sure to pull the dryer out and not just stick your hand behind there and try to feel around what it is. Yeah. So you can't. This is, this is from the inside. Oh, you may have gotten some clothes stuck. In there, yeah. So, look, okay. look. Yeah, I tell you what. Go ahead and send an email to us. We can try to answer this offline. What were you going to say, Timmy? Fruit of the loom underwear. All right, right. <laughs> they will pull a string and get caught up in that little the the, the drum, basically. And they right. they get wrapped around something, man. You pull it out and it's like a like big old piece of yarn. Then. Oh no, come on! <laughs> it's not specifically fruit of the loom, right? Fruit of the looms. Right. <laughs> Those are the elastic can. <laughs> Haynes should be fine in the dryer. <laughs> Excuse me. We'll, come, we'll continue the discussion after the break. Listeners, what appliance is uh, giving you the most trouble? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Bert, we're coming back to your question in just a moment. Music radio is classical music, but much more. You can hear jazz, folk and bluegrass, and of course, Mississippi's own, the blues. And music is featured on shows like A Prairie Home Companion and the Mississippi Arts Hour. Access music radio online at mpbonline.org, via the MPB app, or with an HD radio receiver. Music all day, every day, on MPB's music radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solution 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week, and our guest is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. Enjoy the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. Dot org. Okay, let's just go ahead and go into uh, the phones. Bert's on the line and Jackson with a washing machine question. I'm sure we'll get several of those today. What's going on, Bert? I have a perfectly good, well, I had a perfectly good 23 or 24-year-old Whirlpool washing machine. Keep Very it. Very simple. Well, the dial, the control on it has gone out where it doesn't hit the cycle. In other words, it'll only do, it'll fill it with water and that's it. It won't do anything else. Right. I've been told by a repair guy that for like $250 I can get it fixed, but he said you're going to be repairing a 24-, 24-year-old washing machine. And so I've gone looking for them, and I've been recommended one in a, in a nearby city for $875 that does what the old ones did, and they special order them. Uh, I've gone to the box stores, and they have machines that they say 
have an but they do have an agitator, but they say that they'll fill up with water when it washes and just fill up water when it rinses, but everybody else says, no, this that ain't going to work. Does anybody make, what would you recommend? Do I get it repaired or do I go buy the old style that works all the time and fills up with water and washes the way we used to wash? Did somebody said that timer was 250? Well, a timer can be. Really? Yeah. Well, for a man so, to come out and repair it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it is expensive, man, but I'll be honest with you, a lot of those timers are really, really simple to change. Okay. I mean, if you're mechanically inclined whatsoever, I mean, you can get one on the Internet if you got a part number. If not, there's a place in Jackson um, off of Gallatin Street that you can pick that part up. Yeah, I That's, know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Can, and, and anywhere you are in the state, there's going to be a an appliance um store like a repair store or a parts store mm-hmm. where contractors buy their stuff uh yeah. and there's one all over the state but that's where you go find it because those are the ones that can tell you whether you're on the right track or not and they're also good to tell you uh having worked with a couple of these appliance stores they're good to tell you what's worth doing and what's not yeah. also yeah. well, well it, I've, I've spoken to one they said you don't want to said they repair constantly these new washing machines because people put too much stuff in them and they expect them to be washed and it doesn't work because I've been, they won't take the they won't add the water and they won't take the clothes load they say. Yeah. They're, they're I've been saying that ever since I've been on this show, man. Yeah. I mean I've got a washer right now that's every bit of probably fifteen, sixteen years old and I refuse to get rid of that song again. Right. You know, I will not get rid of it. They make one um washing machine and dryer I want to say it's like a queen something like that maybe and uh they sell them over in pearl but it's actually a really good washing machine it's a commercial grade washing machine that does the exact oh. same thing the old the, the old ones do but um yeah I, i'll be honest with you man i mean if that thing's been working it ain't got no crazy creaks or rattles no. or anything like that in it i gotta get the like timer that. okay okay that's that, that so you repairing it going to be the best bet as far as if I want to have good washed clothes. Yeah, I would not go buy a new one. You know, okay. It's a lot cheaper. Take, take the timer off, get the model number, and go to the appliance place and say... Yeah, the, the model number is usually on the inside of that door. If you flip up the lid and you can look inside um, kind of where the door comes up at, you'll see a model number on that thing. Um, take mm-hmm. that model number off that washing machine and uh, go up there to that place I was telling you about on Gallatin, and uh, they'll get you a part for it. And then, you know, if, if it's hard, to, there's a little clip in there. Sometimes it's hard to get the knob off. Um, you got to finagle with it for a minute. But it, if you can get it off, man, it's just real simple. It's like two screws and a big old plug that pops into it. And maybe a couple of plugs, depending on what model you got. But you can YouTube it, man. It'll, yeah. I mean, you can do it, I promise. And I can tell you, Bert, probably your best bet, uh, the best thing to happen to any home repair or DIY is your smartphone. Take pictures of this thing. Take yeah. pictures of the label. Take pictures of the timer. All that other stuff. So when you get there, you know you'll have exactly the numbers and stuff that you need. Hey, Bert. All right. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Make sure you unplug it. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good start. All right. Let's move along to Laura and Jackson has got a fridge question. What's going on, Laura? Hi. Uh, my aunt lives in Texas, mm-hmm. in the coastal area that was flooded. And all of her appliances probably had 12 inches of water in them, refrigerator, washer, dryer. Uh, I've been told that you can use WD-40 or some type of silicone lubricant 
spray that real good and that you can continue to use the appliances safely. And I'm not sure if that's correct. It can be. You know, um, on your compressor terminals on that refrigerator, mm-hmm. easily you can take some WD-40 and you can take, after after that, you know, kind of dries off a little bit, take your rag, clean it off, you can buy a silicone spray. Mm-hmm. It's not like literally silicone. It's just a, a lubricant that has a little bit of silicone in it. Right. And that'll help uh, kind of shield any kind of rust from growing on those terminals. Okay. Um, there is a timer on that refrigerator that if it got underwater, I don't know if I would use that timer, you know, okay. um, but you can get you another timer and put it on there. It's a lot cheaper than going buy another refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You know. Is that a, the timer replacement? Would that be something a uh, do-it-yourself person could take Yeah, you usually can. I mean, it's, it's normally the timer is un, under the under the refrigerator, usually on the left side. If it's an older refrigerator, there's a basically, there's a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's about as big as a coaster, maybe. There you okay. go. You know, Um and it's just got a plug in there. It's just it's nothing but a clock. Okay, that right. sounds great. I wanted to say something. The man that said take a picture. I don't know if it was you. Or yes, you ma'am, that was me. Not only is that a good idea for the part, but then you can see how you need to put everything back together again if you've forgotten. Man, if I had yes. learned that lesson early <laughs> on and and taken pictures before I started tearing stuff apart, that would have been. You know, this is a learned lesson, Laura. Unfortunately, the bald one has spoken. Right. <laughs> and you can also use some masking tape and labor things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, well, that's a good so idea. Much. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Um, all right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Let's keep on moving to Dot in Leland. And she's replacing the filter on an ice maker. And a lot of us, I really should do this. What's going on, Dot? Yes, I'm... I looked at the, the book that came with the refrigerator. It's a Sears, and it didn't have anything in there about how to replace it. But I got a note saying it's past due to replace the ice maker filter. And I didn't know if this is something I have to do, can do myself, or do I have to call a repair person? And where is the filter? I can't find it. Is it in the back? Usually two two different locations it can be at, Miss Dutt. Um, if you look at the refrigerator um, at the very bottom where that little grill is on the bottom. Yeah, I, repl- I clean that all the time. Okay. Did you ever see a little round thing there? Looks like maybe you could, like a thumb turn. You can turn it with your thumb. I haven't looked. I just usually stick the vacuum. I don't unplug it, stick the vacuum, <clears> and clean the okay. so I don't well, that, that could be where it is. Or if you look in your refrigerator part, usually the back side back there um, and the top, usually there's a little cylinder just unscrew it yeah but be sure to turn the water off before you do it i got Uh a really big hurry one day all right Uh i had so many service calls and i had to run to the parts house to get this filter Mm -hmm. and when i came back my brain wasn't telling me hey timmy turn the water water off off. (laughs) unscrew the stupid thing oh my god trying to get that new one on there real quick (laughs) because i was done i was into it you know Biggest filter usually. It's it's like maybe sometimes the size of a coke can, maybe a little bit smaller. Right. The ones I've seen are a little longer, and yeah, uh, yeah. the ones under the refrigerator are longer. They're probably maybe ten inches long, mm-hmm. and usually the ones in the inside the cabinet of the refrigerator maybe six inches long. Mm-hmm. You know, and like but a little bit smaller than a coke can. Yeah. The trick is to turn that water off, and usually those valves are on the wall behind the the fridge. Yeah, it's so. a very very easy thing to do. I mm-hmm. promise you, you can do that. I know where it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good Thank deal. Thank you. Program's helpful. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. 
We need to go ahead and take a break, Java. All right, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. Uh, what appliance has given you the most trouble? You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. Hadn't heard as many ice maker issues this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the onslaught. they got 29 minutes left. That's right. You can call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is out this week from uh, Houseworks. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or just, just send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I'm Say what, Java? All right, we're going to do an email right here. Uh, the, now you got to listen up, Dell and Timmy. This could go either way with between our uh, appliance guy and our and our general contracting guy. Double kitchen sink with disposal on the right hand side has been backed up for the fourth time. I've tried plunging and manually snaking to no avail. Are there any other options to try before I call the plumber again? And how do I prevent this from happening? Just remove the disposal? Help, please. Love the show. Sarah in Columbus. Sarah, I will say, if if you've done the snaking part and if you've done the plunging part, I, I wonder if you've ever taken the P-trap off of that uh, whole situation. And what that is, the, the part under the plumbing, that's it's, it's, it's almost a 180 turn in the in the in the pipe that's right directly under your sink um timmy if a lot of men that i run into on the spot we, we change up disposals all the time because it'll leak or get froze up and you can't take a jam wrench and undo it but right um if it's getting clogged up that if if she has an inch and a quarter mm-hmm. trap under there you know the little tiny one right she needs to change that out to an inch and a half. That's going to give it. Because when she runs that disposal, she grinds up food in there, and it doesn't grind it up good enough and shoot it in the hole. Uh-huh. And then nine times out of ten, all that junk's getting stuffed up in that inch and a quarter trap. Okay. You change that thing up, put an inch and a half in there, I guarantee that's what's the problem. Right. Sound like she's just packing it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Okay, that's something to look forward to. So I would take that. There's plumbing below the sink, and I don't know if, 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 if Sarah, if you're – if you're big on working with with a, a couple of little tools, the plumbing below your sink, if if it's PVC, the plastic stuff, um, you'll notice that it, it's it's not as difficult as as you might think. They're little nuts, you just turn yep. them and they come off. Right, real simple. Just make sure you when you take it off, look at the washers that's on there, mm-hmm. and make sure you turn them back the exact same way if you take it all the way off. Right, and and uh, a warning from the the handyman guy. This is a dirty job. You're going to want to wear some gloves or something. Gloves, and make sure you get a little, like a big Tupperware bowl to put under there, because it's going to get wet. It will be. All right, let's uh, move on to the phones. Greg is on the line, and Jackson with a washer question. Are you, where the, are you with us, Greg? Uh, yes, sir, right here. So what's going on, man? Well, I have a five- or six-year-old Whirlpool Cabrio Platinum washer top load, and 
you know how you have resistance when you lift up the door at about a 45 degree angle it'll stay up by itself it won't do that anymore and uh, the left side where it uh, is hooked to the top of the washer is a little bit loose but it doesn't have that resistance anymore where it'll stay up when you're trying to load the clothes in there hmm. you're just talking about the lid itself Yes, the lid itself. It's got a little rod on the left and right side that fits into the top of the washer, mm-hmm. and it usually has a little bit of resistance. And when you let the lid down, it'll slowly go down without slamming. Well, that doesn't work anymore. Is like that like those little hot. things that go on the back of like a hatchback or a truck or something like kind that? Like a little hydraulic and just um, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, that's all. It, you probably I don't. You know, I've never had that question. Oh, um. I, I <laughs> it needs to be taken apart to get to that. Yeah, well, it, that can be tricky because you got to take the whole casing of that washing machine off, which is it's not That's as tricky. It's not as tricky as you, well. It's, I ain't gonna say it's not as tricky. But you can do it. You know, you, you got to take the little the control part. Mm-hmm. There's usually two screws. If you can't see the screws, pop the covers off the side. There's uh-huh. two screws over there. Just flip that thing up, and you got two metal clips. When it be you um. See those metal clips, you take a screwdriver and you pop them off. Boom, boom. All right, okay. Then that whole thing just comes, comes off. Back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just it hooks on the bottom, but those clips are the only thing keeping attached to the actual frame. Right. This is not necessarily a, uh, a, a super expert level thing to do, but you definitely need to look it up. Your particular, I've found, if you go to Google and type in your particular model number, somebody out there has had a similar problem. And uh, might be able to walk you through that. But that is a DIY type thing that you can do. Yeah. And you can go to the, the store on Gallatin Street in Jackson. Um, All right. The, and I you can go there, it. and they should be able to have the hinges there for you. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate Sorry. it. All right. All right. We got uh, Melissa and Edwards with an air conditioning question. They're going to hit you with everything today, Melissa. Uh, or uh, Timmy. So, what's going on, Melissa? Yes, sir. I just want to ask a general question. Um, I'm cleaning the coil on the air conditioning. What's the best way to do that? Oh, your outdoor coil? Um, no, sir, like in, inside the cabinet, in, indoor, in the... Like the A-coil. Right. Are you in like a mobile home or a regular house? It's a house. Like when I, move, I can remove the grate and look up in there. It's like a, like a, a pyramid-looking shape. Yeah, it's an A-coil. Um, What's the best way to clean that? It, <laughs> It can be tricky, honestly. Um, but if you look at that little acorn, is it sitting horizontally or is it standing up? Standing up, it's like a V shape standing up. Okay. Um, if you, there's a, that little plate, you, know, you take your front of your cover off and you're staring at the coal, and there now there's a little plate that goes up that covers up the inside of that coal. Did you see that? Yes, sir. Uh, if you take, it's usually quarter inch screws or it could be five sixteenth screws. Take those screws off, and then that plate will pop off, and you can see the inside of that coal. And what you do is you, you can take you some degrees or you can buy it out of zone or something like that and spray it on there. If it's really, really dirty, most of the time you can take your finger and get it started, uh-huh. and it'll peel off like a sheet. Oh, if wow. It's, if it's not too dirty, and but it's clogged up, it's like really inside the fins, those are the kind that you actually got to pump the system down, cut the coil loose, take it out, and spray it. Okay. Oh, wow. How about the outside unit? What's the best thing to do to get the clean? Take some. Like, de- well, cutting grass and stuff, you know, yeah. doing all. Uh, take some degreaser, same thing. Just spray it on that coal. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the time, I would tell people to spray it from the the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're going to do this yourself, I mean, that can be kind of a 
a heavy job having to get that fan motor and everything lifted off that unit. If it's not terribly dirty, just take you a water hose with your finger over the top of it and spray it. Do not take a pressure washer to it. We've 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 learned from Timmy in the past. Do not use high pressure water on those little fins. They will. I had this up. poor lady one time, wanted to do it herself, and I, I told her, I said, look, this is really simple. Just use your, use your water hose with your finger. You know, right. Don't spray it sideways. You want to spray it directly into the cool. Uh-huh. She called me back the next day. said, my air conditioner not cooling. I, I sprayed it down, you know, and it was clean uh-huh. and all this stuff. Well, it looked clean because whenever she hit those fins and it bent them over, now you see pretty aluminum. Right, right. You know? mm-hmm. And this thing was covered. I had to buy a new condenser cool. So I normally don't tell people to try to do this yourself. Because if you don't quite understand, but you can YouTube this if you got a YouTube, you know, internet and mm-hmm. put on there cleaning my condenser cool, it'll pop up a little thing. And I'm sure some awesome, you know, air conditioning guy out there has put a very good informative video on there for you. I hadn't. I need to make a YouTube channel. There you do go. they uh, sell a coil cleaner like a they solution? Degrees are the same thing. It's not going to be any different, really. Oh, okay. Well, okay. All right. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Degrees, sir. Let's keep moving to uh, Sharon and past Christian. No, wait. Is that where we're going? Yeah. Sharon and past Christian? No, Lion. There we go. Lion and uh, uh, Homer and Lion. I got to get this straight. Rusting bolts. Where are these bolts going? Hey, I'm way off course, gentlemen, but uh, it's on the lawnmower. I set my riding lawnmower under a seat. You got Dale smiling. And the bolts. That hold the blades on. I mean, it. My question is, and I might be totally off base. This this shaft going down on there. You think if I take a torch and kind of heat the shaft up and the boat stays cold, I can't get these things off to sharpen my blades. Uh, you think that? Am I off course? Well, let me. That might work. Before Dale starts in on this, I, I have to ask: Have you have you sharpened your blades before? Well, what I'm doing now is taking my front end load on my tractor and raising it up and shopping it on there with a grinder now. But I'm Well, what I'm saying, have you ever taken this thing off before? Oh, yes, sir. Okay, yeah. yeah but, and the reason why I ask is because uh, on some of these things, what a lot of people don't know is that a lot of times the bolt turns a different direction than it yes. would normally turn. So mm-hmm. the righty, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey doesn't work in that situation on some of those. So, uh, what were you going to say, Dale? Well, <clears throat> I've um, experienced that. Sometimes you can use a little of that um, uh, the PJ, liquid wrench. Uh, PJ, yeah, the liquid yeah. wrench, um, and just let it set and spray it uh, multiple times and let it set. And the WD forty is about the same, but it all depends on the socket that you're using too. Um, you might need a six point with a brake wrench and put a pipe on the end of it and make sure you get it in a good bind where you can. Um, you know, twist it off, but uh, or or a sixteen thousand pound, um, um, you know, torque wrench. But it 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 should come after you know agitating it. If you heat it up, that could probably um, it may break the seal on it. But basically, it's just gonna take a little elbow grease. If you got, got a if you got an impact wrench, like mm-hmm. I, I use impact wrench, you mm-hmm. know, for stuff I got. That's it. And you can just stay on that joker with that joker. It will come loose with My, the right socket. Now I got a gravely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 
zero turn. Right. I had to take mine to a buddy of mine's house. He's a lawnmower guy. He grass, you know, mm-hmm. cutting grass all the time. And man, me and him got up on that stupid thing. And finally broke him loose. Broke loose. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it's, it's tapping and, and, mm-hmm. and it's working on it. It's vibrating. It's getting it broke loose. All right. Appreciate but you it. Need to deep socket. Okay. You know, a good six point. Mm-hmm. Right. Appreciate it. Let's keep on going. We're full up. Uh, Frida and Picayune. Uh, water heater is uh, going on. What, what's up with the water heater? Frida? It's not. Hey. It's, it's really not putting out a lot of hot water. We used to have plenty of hot water for long periods of time. We never ran out. And last week, one day, it just stopped being hot. So I thought we were completely out. But then after a few hours, it came back on and it was hot again. But it won't stay hot for long. So I was wondering if you guys had any advice on that. Is it gas or electric? It's electric, and it's up in my attic, so it worries me. It's going to flood my house or something? Nah, you should be fine. What happens is each one of those electric elements have a thermostat on them. So when that thermostat, you know, thinks it's hot, you know, Mm -hmm. it'll cut off, and then if it starts hanging up, then it won't cut it back on. So it'll kind of intermittently go in and out until it finally decides, hey, I'm not going to work anymore. That mm-hmm. sounds like you need somebody to come over and troubleshoot which element it might be. Okay. And so is uh, um, the thermostat, is that something that you can replace or you replace the whole element? A thermostat, you, you should. some of them you can, some of them you can't. It depends. Um, some elements come with a thermostat, and some of them it just really depends on what model you have. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys' help. Hope you have a good day. Yes, you ma'am. too. Frida, remember, turn off the water and electricity on this one. Yes. It okay. sounds like it's going out. Right. The element. Mm-hmm. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Next on the line is Sharon and past Christiane, and she's got, ah, uh, there it is, our first ice, ice maker, maker question. <laughs> <laughs> so what's Am going on? Oh, yeah. Yes, this is a... Uh, um an ice maker question since y'all were begging for that. Right, right. My daughter, yeah, my daughter has a side-by-side refrigerator freezer, and the ice maker will not stop making ice. It just will not stop making ice. It's not frozen up. It's not frozen over. It just, I've, I've worked with it as much as I can. It won't stop making ice. Well, you, you know what? You have just angered about a million people out there whose ice makers don't, <laughs> don't make, make ice. ice. Right. <laughs> and you, you have your own little, you know, ice machine over here that's right. just steadily uh, making Hey, they can come over. I'll sell them a bag for <laughs> like, <laughs> like a quarter. <laughs> they have a little, uh, there's a little lever on these things that a lot of times will tell them that they're full. Uh, and, and that lever is hooked to a little relay switch. It's not a big deal. Uh, and if that has fried out, then it possibly wouldn't know that it's full. What do you think, Timmy? That's uh, it's definitely going to be that little lever. Have you tried playing with that lever? Oh, yeah. It just uh, won't oh, do yeah. nothing. Uh, no. Yeah, it could be the actual, you know, there's a little mechanism in there that whenever that arm comes up, it just basically, you know, it's kind of like a light switch. Right. You know, you just click, click off. Yeah. So it could be, it could, well, I say it could be, it, it is that. I'm almost 100% sure that's probably what so, your problem is going to be. So is that a, a do-it-yourselfer or is that something you It could be. Really I mean, this, yeah, this could be something where some, you know, some ice or, you know, something's built up inside that little arm. You know, uh-huh. what I'd do is take it and dump the ice out of it and yeah. uh, look at in there maybe even take a 
hair dryer. This is where my wife would get me to get the exactly. hair dryer. Right. And just heat it up a little bit where that little arm is and just see if that helps it click off. If it doesn't, right. then you'll have to get, you know, that that part. But, I mean, it's not really, I mean, that, that ice maker is usually held in with two screws and a plug. It's got a three-prong plug, like a little flat plug. Mm-hmm. Boop, okay. pops in. And so if you need a new ice maker, I mean, you can do that yourself, too. This is very easy to do. Yes. Well, thank you so very much. Yes, I ma'am. enjoy your show. Thank you, ma'am. Y'all have a great day. Thank, thank you. You, too. You, too. All right, we're going to go to David in Ripley real quick, who's got an air conditioning story. Now, this is where things get good. Oh, What's going well, on, David? Good morning. 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 Quick little story about my father-in-law. He knew the local heat and air guy real well, and he called everybody chief. Uh Uh, When he passed away at the funeral home, the heat and air guy told the story that he came home one time, found a message on his answer machine. uh, The message said, chief, I'm dying. And then he hung up. So it was hot weather. So he knew who it was, and he knew what his trouble was. What's that? So, so that's my story. <laughs> he's a chief of nine. He uh, ain't done. He's yeah. hot. Got it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> it completely went over my head. I'm waiting for the big uh, crescendo. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. no, whenever things go over his head, the hair flies. And you know, know, there's nothing to see it, here. It, it right. tickled his scalp. So apparently, uh, Jason, your air conditioner has never went out. It, uh, it has. I got it. Oh, it has. <laughs> She's all right. dying over here. She's right. Dying. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. What appliance is giving you the most trouble? You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies, talking about appliances and, and, and ACs and everything else. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. And let's go ahead and do that. Let's go straight through the phones. Uh, Kenzel is in Greenville with a washer issue. What's going on, Kenzel? Um, it's it's all about after the cycle is done, the cycles are completed and everything. When they get ready, when the water gets ready to drain, sometimes that water backs up on me, and I'll have to you know lift the top of the washing machine uh, so that the water can go on down the drain and then you know let it continue. And I maybe maybe when the water um, drains out, I have to do that twice before you know the cycle's over. Right. Um, and I wanted to know what was that, that flow issue. If I have a, a issue with it flowing and backing up the water in my washing machine. Now, I've, I've, I've seen this before. Timmy, I think you've probably seen this a million times. But I saw it one time at my house, and it was when we had a young child in the house, very young child. And it was a tiny sock stuck in uh, a sock had got through somehow and got okay. stuck in the pipe on the way out in the washer because mm-hmm. it was really tiny. So, uh, Timmy, say so that the actual 
you having to open the door up to let the water to yeah, stop it. Continue to flow through the uh, pipes in the walls because the water backs up in the pipes in the walls. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. If that's the case, then I mean you, you apparently got a stopped up drain or something. And they're obstructing it for sure. Um, have you well, have you tried to drain. snake that drain? Yeah. I I I put that uh, some of that superpower Drano down off in it. Super- sometimes that'll clear it out, but then over time it'll it'll do it again. Look, go up here to your store and uh-huh. get you a snake. It's called a bucket okay. snake. It's a little red okay. thing, got mm-hmm. a little handle on there. Uh-huh. You unscrew this little wing nut, stretch out your snake, shove it down okay. that song gun, uh-huh. and you get it down as far as you can, and then uh-huh. start spinning it. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little handle, and then when it starts spinning, most time it'll grab through that P trap. You just sit there and kind of work it down in there, spin it, work it down there, spin mm-hmm. it, because it's probably either going to be in the trap in the wall or where that inch and a half or two inch meets your main three inch or four inch drain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as soon as you hit that clog, I mean, you're going to get it through, and then you'll be good. But you got to think, man, that washing machine's getting that's the first wash, so it's getting dirt, lint, hair, right. leaves, grass, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, everything goes whatever, <laughs> whatever is going to go through that joker, right? You know, so that's uh, and then when it goes to your dryer, then it's going to get all the extra leaves and sand and stuff like that out of your pockets. Right. If anything <laughs> like my kids, you know, right. they want to shove their pockets slam full of everything. You right, crayons. Right. No, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> Let's not even go there. All right, we appreciate it, uh, Kenzel. Uh, oh, you can find that clog. That's probably what it is. Let's go to uh, Chris in Mobile, who has, of course, an ice maker comment. I'm ready for an ice maker poem, but whatever. <laughs> All right, Chris, what's going on? Well, you caught me a little off guard. I don't have any ice maker poems for you, but <laughs> I, I had been, I've been an air conditioning repair and appliance repair man for about 30 years, and so I was. And of course, I don't know because she didn't describe exactly what her ice maker looked like. This was the answer for the woman who, like you say, is a. Uh, blessed to have more ice than she needs <laughs> uh, anyway uh, over the years i have seen the kind and if, if, if and this is probably going to take i don't know how mechanically inclined she is or her husband or anybody there probably would take a repairman to pull the ice maker out out to get to see this but if it's the type that has the wire that is the actuator that lets it know when it when it harvests uh-huh. and that wire there's a little cam in there that pulls that wire up so that when the ice dumps if it's full, the wire will never drop back down again, and it keeps that switch like y'all were talking about. It keeps that switch open so it never goes back and make an ice cycle. And then what I have found over the years is that that wire, where that wire enters in to the electronic box, it's got a little eccentric bend on it, and it fits into a little slot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in pulling the ice bucket out, like if you manually want to reach in there and get you some ice and right. it's full, you pull the ice, and it will grab that wire and snatch it out of that little that little slot. That's oh there. wow! And it'll and it looks like it's in the right place, but if you look real close, that wire needs to be pulled and stuck back in the little hole, and the little eccentric bend in the wire lined back up with the slot in it. And it's a real easy, simple fix, and it'll fix that thing right real quick. And of course, like I say, 
don't know that that's a problem, but I've seen that many, many times over the years. Good this, to know, Chris. Appreciate this is, that. This is why I like this show, because people like to call in. Right. And, and give it a good thing, because I'm telling you, there's some times that somebody's taught me something, uh-huh. you know, just me getting a listen here. You know, because, right. I mean, I hadn't seen everything. You know, there's no right. way I can say everything. But somebody's been doing it 30 years, like Chris and Mobile, and then the Joker's probably smart as a whip. You right. know what I mean? Just got all the answers. <laughs> right. Well, let's go real quick. We still have time for about one more call. Let's go to Tim in Lumberton. He's got an ice maker issue. <laughs> you with us, Tim? Yes, sir. I got a whirlpool. It's about 10, 12 years old, and the uh, eyes don't come out the door. The little uh, I've emptied it out. There's nothing froze up. It'll all spin, but uh, it won't come out. I tell you what, Timmy, if you want to make your first billion dollars, design an ice maker that works. <laughs> Metal. Every time. Metal. Yeah. Metal. Instead of plastic. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you think about his? Whether you get that little the little flapper, you know, that you got to hit with your ice cup. You know, right. are you talking about that little flapper won't open up and let ice come out? No, no the flapper will open up, but the rod ain't spinning in the bucket. There. Okay, your you're little agitator thing in there. That, yep. that could be that could be an issue. Uh, that, that's going to be a hard one because I mean they just got that little motor in there, you know. So it's either your your switch on your door isn't telling it to, to to spin, or that little motor in there is not spinning. It's going to be one of the other. That might be a repair right. kind of deal. If uh, if you've got any other questions, please send them to us on our Facebook or our uh, our email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Fixit101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. For Dale Moore and Jimmy uh, Jimmy. Timmy McClendon, AC <laughs> Remedies. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. No. And uh, with uh, Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.